Dude, we don't care who listening and who not listening. Okay, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Pacers Pod. I am Brian. It is Sunday evening at 6.15, January 27th. Since the last time I spoke, it's been pretty cold in northern Indiana. Probably all parts of Indiana for that matter. Um, Next week they're showing... Showing the lows to be negative 40 degrees. Highs like negative 14 degrees on Wednesday. Um, That comes after we lose Victor Oladipo for the rest of the season. In the Toronto game. In a game that, watching that, that was the best game of the season to to that point. It was a playoff environment. The crowd was into it. The Pacers were beating the Raptors. Um, the Pacer players were amped for the game, which, you know, Oladipo himself, he had, he was really giving it everything he had that game, um, right up to the injury, actually. And uh, it was just one of those games where it, it, it was, the, I think, the best, thing, the, the best one of the season where the Pacers were just ready to beat Toronto. They were making a statement. They were playing really well. The crowd was in it. They, the defense was amazing. Um, and then Oladipo goes down, and it just kind of like sucked the life out of the building. And seeing him leave on that stretcher and just knowing, like, man, he's like he's probably out for the whole season. And then also, like, we don't know how bad it is. Like, is that something that's he's not even going to be able to play again or – what I mean now we know that I think they're anticipating nine I think they said six to nine months but possibly up to 12 months is what I've heard just from a little bit I've I've read about it um so that's good news because that means that you know he will come back it's it's not really career threatening and uh you know it's just a matter of when and and how long does it take for him to um, get back into NBA form. Um, I think that's what's probably one of the hardest things about having a surgery and the setback is that you just lose the ability to practice and to get to keep getting better at your skills. So I'm sure they'll come back for him, but uh, he's got a setback now that he has to do all this work just to, you know, get that leg back into to shape and strong enough to play NBA basketball with. So uh, we know that he, it's possible though, that he could be back first of next year or worst case scenario, probably around Christmas time next year. So as a Pacers fan, um, as it, it sucks, you know, this, this was going to be a year that um, was playing out, I would say almost perfectly, especially up to that point. It was like the highlight of the, the year because they were beating Toronto. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I just think seeing him go down and uh, just knowing that 
the chances that we had to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals or maybe even the NBA Finals, like that's realistically not going to happen now. And then what do we do now? Uh, like, what do we, how do we adjust our expectations or, you know, what we think would be a good season, a great season? Um, I don't know. I, hopefully, I know for sure a great season does not look like how they played against Memphis uh, last night. That was, you know, not going to get the job done. But um, I don't know. It's just tough. Tough to be tough to be a Pacers fan this week, but it's just sports. And if uh, if it's got you in the pits more than that, like, I don't know. Got to grow up. Um, so anyways, yeah, I was I was going to talk about, you know, Oladipo and, and this injury. He's you know, he's my favorite player and it just sucks. Sucks to, you know, we watched the the Memphis game and you could just tell there was that that your your best weapon was missing. Um and so there'll be an adjustment. This this the end of this season will be interesting. I think there's some things that we can look forward to. Um but it's not gonna be as good as it could have been. And I think overall that's gonna kind of put a damper on this season. Just losing your best players sucks. Um but uh, yeah, so it's good to be back on the pod here. It's uh, like I said, you know, Sunday night, uh, just wrapping up the weekend. Um, I sure had a good one. I hope everybody listening did. Uh, we went out for dinner with a couple uh, friends of ours, and they they just had a baby like I don't know five or six or seven months ago, and this was the first time that we'd actually got together all four of us again um so that was fun uh we talked a lot about baby stuff though and uh talked a lot about if you know if my wife and i would have babies and um but i I guess i'd bring that up right away because then this afternoon we went to uh so one of my neighbors is a really good um watercolor painter like top of the top of the class here in indiana and he's a runner and he flagged me down one day when I was running past his house and we were talking and uh, I found out he had that art studio. And so we, my wife and I, anyways, we went and we checked it out. And uh, just in our conversation that we had with him and his wife, you know, they asked us, you know, if we were planning a family. <laughs> and it's just like, man, uh, I guess it's, you know, people want to know. <laughs> It's like, I guess as we get older, you know, like uh, my wife and I were both 32. Um, you know, it, it does, it is obvious that the door, at least to having our own children is kind of, it's not, it's, it's definitely kind of on the way close, closing, you know, it's starting, it's not quite open anymore. Um, it's like, wow. It's tough because you got to kind of think, well, what do I want to do? Like, is it so bad that I don't want to have want to be a, a dad right now? Um, and it's not about is it so bad. That's a, that's the wrong way to frame it. Like whatever decision. I make and, and my wife make is going to be the best decision for us and whatever it ends up being will, you know, 
I'll be able to live with it either way. Like if I am a dad, then great. Um, I could totally get down with that route. I'm pretty sure that I actually, I know I would like if I think that's probably what it is. It's, if you know, probably once you know you're going to have kids or if, once you have kids, then everything just changes. And then that world becomes the best world ever. Um, but it's like, well, can you have that world without having kids? I mean, I think you can. Um, I understand that there's probably, there's not, not probably, there's no question about it, that there's a love that a parent has for a child that can't be replicated or um, felt by, by one who doesn't have a, a child. But like, um, there's a lot of other, other areas that, you know, you can really experience life in uh, without children. And I don't know, I think if, if, I think I've always assumed I would have children. And so it seems like a um, kind of like breaking tradition, but I, I kind of understand, or I could see a path where I'm okay not having children. Um, well, anyways, uh, didn't really mean to, I guess I did kind of mean to do that because I brought it, I brought it up, but, um, I don't know. It's just weird getting older and trying to figure out, you know, like I know right now is not the time for, for me and, and for my wife, but who knows, maybe, maybe down the road, but right now I like doing stuff like this. Um, I like running, I like being able to relax and just kind of chill. And um, I like working on new new things too and kind of pushing myself. So who knows? Maybe one day that'll be being a dad, but right now it's just going to be this. So I'm good with it. Um, that was my weekend. Let's get back to Pacer Talk. How about that? Uh, so yeah, obviously, Old Depot being out, that's kind of the story at the moment. And the Pacers have had one game since then. It was against the Grizzlies, who were had three wins out of their last 20 games. They were had lost eight games in a row. Um, it was a road game. However, the Pacers just looked horrible. They just never could get any control of the game. They looked lost without Vic. And Memphis actually played pretty good. Their top three guys, Conley, Gasol, and Jaron Jackson Jr. They, who He looked good too. Wow. I liked, that was the first time, well, not the, he didn't play much the, in the first game of the season because Memphis is who the Pacers opened the season with um, or against. And uh, anyways, I liked Jaron Jackson's game. Um, but the Pacers in that game against Memphis, they just, at times they could turn it on defensively. Um, I can only remember really with Corey Joseph and a little bit with Aaron Holiday, and then obviously when Miles Turner blocked shots, but uh, it was just kind of a lethargic game. It was sloppy. Uh, they had 17 turnovers. It was just ugly. And it's kind of scary to think that that might be the product that we see the rest of the season. But um, 
I'm hopeful that that's not the case. I think that this team, um, in order to be, I would say, to salvage the season to the best of their abilities, I think they just have to stay competitive, you know? Um, I can see us falling back into the fifth spot in the East, um, meaning that Boston and uh, the Phillies, Philadelphia could pass us. Um, I think getting beat in the first round of the playoffs, I, I could fully uh, see that happening. And that's, that's okay, um, I suppose. But I think there's enough talent on this team pending any transactions, which um, I'm okay with transactions happening. Uh, but let's pretend that nothing happens. Let's say that, that the Pacers don't make any moves during the trade deadline. Um, I think there's enough talent there that, you know, they should still win a lot of games and they should be above 500 and this shouldn't be a team that just tanks and loses everything. Um, like last night, they should have beat Memphis that even without Oladipo, they've got it. And, and it could be the fact, you know, they've got to find their, an identity now as a team. They've got to, they've got to figure out who they are without Oladipo, um, and that's going to be challenging, but I think we've got a lot of good options. And there's some things that I would like to see, like I would like to see, you know, Miles Turner and Sabonis really take off uh, these last 35 games of the season. Let's turn these guys into monsters and, um, you know, develop these young guys like Aaron Holiday and Edmund Sumner even a little bit. Let's see what we've got with our, with our young guys. And, I think that if you know there's if somebody if somebody wants Darren Collison or somebody wants Tyreek Evans, and we can get some assets out of it, even if it hurts our team this year, uh, I'm okay with that. I say we make that move. Um, I'm okay even with I think depending on what we'd have to give up, but trading for Mike Conley, who we just saw play uh, and look good. Um, I'm okay with that, I think, in some instances. It just depends what the Pacers have to give up. But, um, yeah, so it's just it's it's just kind of a new season. And we just have to think about it in terms of player development from the young guys. And really, I'd like to see Turner and Sabonis blossom. And I did notice, I looked in the box score, Sabonis played 31 minutes. So he had been averaging 25 so that's good to get him up over 30 minutes. He didn't have a great game, but if he just keeps getting that run, he's going to figure it out. Him and Turner, I think, will figure it out playing together. And uh, Aaron Holiday looked good. He's got a lot of bounce. It's funny. My wife uh, was like, oh, he looks really, uh, like, just, like, really fast or really springy or something. It's like, yeah, that's that's that young. That's It's a young man's game. And Aaron Holiday's got a ton of energy right now. Uh, he puts really good ball pressure or he, um, yeah, he he put he plays really good uh, defense and and um, you know he's he's just really fun to see out there and I like how he's aggressive on the offensive end. He's if he's a heat check man, like if he makes one, look out because he's he's gonna take another one. We call him game ready around our house, um, courtesy of my wife. Game ready, Aaron Holiday. It's trademarked on the Pacer Pod. Um, yeah, and like. I guess, you know, we'd like to see if we're going to end up keeping Thad Young or Bogdanovich, see them have good seasons. 
Um, what else about... It, it's just a weird time. It's like a weird time right now. We don't really know what we're going to get from the team. Um, it still just sucks thinking about the season and not having Old Depot anymore. Um, it's a team that's... On nights like that game against Memphis, hard to watch. Um, but there's there's things that we can see that could go right. And it's just got to be Turner and Sabonis. Even though they're young, it's like now's their time to shine. And uh, let it be known that next year, Pacers are still going to be that team that they that need to that need to be reckoned with in the East. Um, it's going to get hard too. <laughs> it, it's it. The Pacers have the Warriors coming in on Monday, and the Warriors are winners of ten straight. They're playing the be- best basketball that they they've played all season. They haven't lost a game since Demarcus Cousins entered the lineup, rounding out the All Star lineup. Five All Stars on one team. It's an incredible team. It's like. Holy cow. DeMarcus Cousins, Draymond, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant. All on the same team. <laughs> it's like it's like when my little brother used to play his seasons on 2K or whatever. Oh, you've got Vince Carter, <laughs> Michael Jordan from the old team. <laughs> you know, like all the best players, but their team, their real team, and they they are going to be in Indianapolis uh, Monday night, and our now Oladipo less Pacers are going <laughs> to try to try to deal with these guys, and I don't know. But then you know the schedule lightens up, and then we have the Wizards, the Magic, and Miami Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday. So four games this week. Um, so we're going to get a lot of reps, but this first one might be a doozy. And uh, we'll see, though. I'm not going to judge the Pacers based off the Warriors game, although it would be great if they came out and put up a fight. That's what we got to at least see, right? They got to think that they've got a chance to win, um, even if it gets demolished at, by a halftime. But, and then, uh, then those games against the Wizards, Magic, and Heat, let's win the games, guys. And we'll see. It's it's a it's kind of a brand new season. Um, it'll be interesting to see if there's any personnel moves. I'm kind of hoping for some, to be honest, to shake things up a little bit. Um, but we'll see. Um, all right, man. I think that's uh, well, not man. All right, listeners. That's all I got for tonight. Uh, four games this week for the Pacers. And, you know, sucks losing Oladipo. He's our favorite. He was my favorite player. Um, I guess that's it, though. You know, it's like, that's just the way it goes sometimes. Shit doesn't work out the way you want. You can't always get what you need. You know? Um... I'm going to still try to keep doing the Pacer pod, though. <laughs> Even if they lose and lose and lose and lose, it's still it's still part of the story. 
part of our Pacer Pod story. So, all right, everybody behave. Bye.